This is Bump and Beyond with Yolandi Becker is brought to you with compliments of Discam Baby City. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Slightly late this morning, but isn't that an omen for this time of the year? <laughs> My internet went down just as we went live, so it's fun. If you just joined me, as always, it's Wednesday, and it's with me, Yulandi Becker, and this is Bump and Beyond, and we are talking parenting. Like I said, I don't know about you, but I'm running on fumes. <laughs> I am getting super ready, super, super ready for holiday and taking a break because how it is possible to still function, especially in this heat, I do not know, but it is fine. And like I said, started a little bit late because that is exactly it. So many things happening, but we're dealing with it like experts because we are mothers. So we're equipped to deal with unexpected situations and we don't need to worry about it. Today's show is something nice though, luckily, and I think it might help relax us a little bit, <laughs> hopefully. Um, but as always, like I said, we are talking parenting and today specifically I want to talk about, have you noticed all over Joburg and Pretoria and Hutting, I think probably in Cape Town as well. I haven't been there to really explore it. But baby spas are popping up all over the place. And I remember the first time I saw it, I was like, baby spa? What the hell is a baby spa? What is the next person going to think of? And who is paying money for the baby to go to a spa? I was hoping that you could drop off your baby there, leave them there for like four or five hours, and then you could come back and fetch them again. That is not the case. Um, baby spas are actually what we refer to as hydrotherapy. So it's actually an activity for your child to, yeah, function within. We're going to learn more about it. Let me not to spoil the fun for it. But when my kids, and you know, my kids are now a nine and 12 and when they were small, there was no such thing that I was aware of. Um, but my children did start swimming quite early. I, I, I mean, the main reason for it is we had a pool and I wanted my kids to be water safe as soon as possible. So we, and I mean, I'm now talking, they started swimming when they were like three months, but I mean, this is like spending time with them in the water and you would teach them to hold their breath when they went under the water. This is actually quite a big survival skill to teach children um, because kids actually have the ability to hold their breath when they are submerged in water, but they lose that ability after a time. And uh, that's something I learned from the swimming classes that I did. This is not something I knew. And in the end of the day, um, actually exposing them to water helps that when they do go into the water, it's not about teaching them to swim when they're three months old. It's about teaching them the ability to actually hold their breath when they are submerged in water because that is how toddlers drown within two seconds when they fall because they immediately gulp water and then they it goes into their lungs and unfortunate things can happen um, when this happens. So this is what it was about is that just to keep them safe in that way. I always had a fence around it. I didn't allow my children to go to houses that did not have a fence around the pool because I was so like vigilant about it. And this is also another message I want to share. But 
as I said, as always, I am actually here to talk about hydrotherapy and the benefits it gave my children to be exposed to water at such an early age was great. And the thing I've learned, though, is that you can start with it even earlier than three months. And it has certain benefits, but here to talk to me today about those benefits is biokineticist and mother of two and owner of Baby Bubble Spa, um, Tyndall de Brouwer. Hello, Tyndall. Hello. <laughs> we are going to talk about hydrotherapy after our ad break. <laughs> this is Bump and Beyond with Yolandi Becker is brought to you with compliments of Discam Baby City. Yes, you are on 101.9 High FM with me, Yolandi Becker, your host of Bump and Beyond, our parenting show where we talk about all things parenting. And as I mentioned just before the ad break, today specifically we're talking about a, a fun but also interesting and relevant topic because, again, baby spas popping up all over the place. And it's important to know why this is a nice thing to do with your child, what it entails, and what the benefits are of doing something like that. And as I mentioned, baby expert now, yeah, today, biokineticist and mother of two, Tyndall de Brouwer. Hello, Tyndall again. <laughs> morning, Yulandi, and good morning, viewers or listeners. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's also you can see me, so yeah. you can hear me. <laughs> um, so, yes, like I said, for me, it's a very interesting topic because, again, a couple of years ago, I can't recall that there was any such thing as a baby spa. And again, like I said, naively or um, you know, ignorantly, when I saw it the first time, there was judgment in me. Uh, that, you know, and <laughs> can I just say that it actually, the first baby spa started by Laura Sevenis in 2010. So there was actually a baby yes, store. Yes, so it's seen, been since 2010, but only in the last couple of years. I'll say five years globally, it started taking off. And in South Africa, I'll say the last two or three years, more and more baby spas has, has come to life. But when I saw the concept, I didn't I, – I honestly – with you, which said, why would you want to take your baby to a baby spa? I didn't realize people saw it like that, to be honest, because <laughs> I'm a biokineticist and um, I've seen what water does for in, in cases of kids with cerebral palsy, with Alzheimer's disease, Parkinson's, cardiovascular diseases. And when I saw there was something like this for a baby, I was so excited because I've seen what it does in clinical practice. And at the time I was pregnant and I was like, wow, like a baby can actually get these benefits as well. So um, when I started Baby Bubble, I actually didn't, um, I didn't realize the majority of people feel like you. <laughs> <laughs> the passion was just there. But I mean, that, that brings me to maybe the first question is, is because now you're talking so passionately about how it started and why you enjoy and support this whole concept. But what is, let's say, what is hydrotherapy? <laughs> so hydrotherapy is basically the use of water for therapeutic benefits, but I'm going to focus specifically on babies. So it's actually um, very well researched and there's a lot of lot of scientific research behind the benefits of hydrotherapy, although it's there's not a lot 
I want to say, talk about it in practice, and it's not used enough in clinical practice. And um, yeah, can I continue on to the benefits? Yeah, of course. It? Yeah, right? Because of I course. think that's gonna, you know, that's what everybody wants to know. Are you just going for the baby to relax? And why would a baby want to relax? And yeah, you know, in water, you're relaxing water, water hydro. Yes. <laughs> why would you want to go do that? Um, and there's actually a lot of, um, it, it's got to do with physiology and the effect that water has on physiology. So water has very unique properties which you, you can't replicate in the air. One of those properties is hydrostatic pressure. So that's that gentle squeezing effect you feel when you jump into the pool and your ears clog close. That's hydrostatic pressure, right? Mm-hmm. Now, Every sentence. Right, I right. know what you're talking about. <laughs> Every centimeter you go down in water, that hydrostatic pressure becomes more and more. And with the babies, when they perform hydrotherapy in the baby spa with a device we call a floaty, in that vertical position, the hydrostatic pressure is more than what the diastolic blood pressure is. So what it means in layman's terms, it squeezes blood from all over the body to the heart. So essentially, you've got a larger volume of blood in your heart, and with each beat, your heart functions more efficiently. So it's very similar to when you go for a light or moderate aerobic exercise or for like a walk. You literally get that by standing in water up until neck level, and it's the same for a baby. But what you need to remember that in a baby, the physiology is very immature versus us. So the effects are so much more profound. So literally with baby just floating in the water, their cardiovascular system is functioning more efficiently and you've got similar benefits as to what you would have when you go for a light walk and you enjoy running so much. So, yeah, yeah. So that's, so from the cardiovascular angle. Um, then also you've got that pressure against the lungs. So while baby is floating in the water, they're actually breathing against resistance. And research has found that the breathe, the effort that goes into breathing increases up to 60% when you immerse in water up until neck level. Oh, wow. So, so, and it's also, you've got a large amount of blood that gets shunted to the lungs, which means that there's better oxygen delivery and waste product removal. So overall, the efficiency of baby's physiology is like improving. And, and that's the exciting part about water. Like, and, and we use that, as I said, for cardiovascular diseases, pulmonary diseases. And now you've got this, your little baby and now you can boost their development by doing this sort of thing. Um, furthermore, you've got that pressure against the tummy. So, um, a lot of moms come usually more for the reason to get some digestive relief from the hydrotherapy sessions. So you've got the pressure against the tummy, you've got the heat of the water, and you've got the movement of their legs. So it's like a triple whammy to get rid of, of gas. Yeah. Um, so moms generally say that after the sessions, the little ones are more windy <laughs> because they're getting rid of the gas, yes. it's stuck. Yeah. Um, it is a conservative method. So, you know, it's, it's, I'll say in the sense of it's not going to take away from what your pediatrician or, yeah. you know, whatever is prescribing. 
but um, but it definitely is. It's an add-on. So you don't no, have to. And it's a very natural kind exactly. of way. They're used to being in water in your belly and exactly. all that stuff. So it's nice for them. Also, it is. It is, and also with the heat of the water, it activates their parasympathetic nervous system. So that's the part of your nervous system that helps you relax, like oh. you had just said. Um, so. Can I give you an example? If you had to bump your toe on a stressful day, it feels much more painful and you feel much more yeah. agitated, right? Whereas if you bump your toe after you've just gone for a nice massage or whatever, it yeah. doesn't, you know, you can handle a little bit better. Mm-hmm. It's the same with the little ones. So when they undergo digestive discomfort, when they are overwhelmed with the sensory world, which is very new yeah. to them and their immature nervous systems, if we can activate that parasympathetic nervous system, they are generally pretty calmer for about 24 to 48 hours after the session, which is also, you know, something which any mom... It's a benefit. It is a benefit. (laughs) It is a benefit. I actually had a mom, she always used to come on Wednesdays, and um, she said she loved coming on Wednesdays. She she was happy about the other benefits, but the only reason she came is because she knew directly afterwards her baby would sleep. <laughs> so she could pull out an hour afterwards, sit in the coffee shop, and just have a little me time. <laughs> I am sign me up for the unfortunate baby spa, not adult spa. But um, for those of you who haven't seen what it also looks like, it, it's very beneficial to go look at um, Baby Bubbles. Also, their social media pages is very nice, informative videos and things like that as well. If you've just joined us, this is Bump and Beyond. I am your host, Yolandi Becker, and today we are talking about hydrotherapy with biokineticist Tyndall de Brouwer. Of course, as always, I do want you to be part of the conversation. So you are allowed to send us some questions. If you have questions about going to a baby spa, if you've been there, if you've seen the benefits that Tyndall was just talking about, um, please do contact us. You can, of course, send us a telegram on 061-895-1019, or you can SMS us at 34519. SMSs are charged at one rand fifty. If you feel so inclined, you can of course also send an email um, at info or in studio at hivem.com and we would love to hear your insights on this. Like I said, I didn't have that benefit, but I've seen it um, as well. Um, it's beautiful that like I mean the space that you have is really beautiful as well. And it's like a little I want to say jacuzzi <laughs> without the bubbles. Yeah, it does not have bubbles. It's a pot. A, I, I it's mean, a pot. You call it a pot. <laughs> I call it, it a giant jacuzzi. It's a mo- <laughs> we'll say it's a modified one. Okay. Because it's you can't have that big pump because it's going to – and you can't have bubbles. Because yeah. The, it's and then the baby is put into this floating. And, I mean, as a mom, you don't get into the your necks because you're right next to yes, the pod. that's right. Um, so you don't have to get into a bikini or whatever. If, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Do you allow them to get in? So <laughs> no, it's not hygiene. No, the moms, are, the moms actually don't like it because then they feel like the water's not sanitary if someone yeah. else was in it. In it, yeah. So then the baby is, um, like, floating around, and they've got this special, like, neck float. Thing? What yes. do you call it? Neck floaty. So, so we call it a floaty. Okay. Right? Um, basically, it l- allows Baba to be in a vertical position in the water and move freely. So if you can think of, like, this is a very unique situation because you've got a baby who might be able to roll. Um, 
not yet crawl and they can actually move from point A to point B unassisted. So it's, it's, it's really like, it's awesome for the little ones. And there's a lot of them that really enjoy this very much. Um, you probably want to know how the floaty works. Right? Yes, but before that comes now to that point, because now you mentioned they might be rolling, um, and, but they're not yet crawling. So what age are we talking about that goes to this time and benefits from this kind from, of hydrotherapy? So we we prefer that the umbilical cord first falls off and dries before okay. they come, just, yeah. you know, from from safety yeah. purposes. So usually that's at about two, three weeks, then you can already start. Yeah. Um, when they're very young, um, they might even fall asleep in the pod. Yeah. So any usually eight weeks and under, they might fall asleep, which is very cute. <laughs> um, moms always want to know, does it still have a benefit even if baby is sleeping? And yes, absolutely, there's still increase of cerebral Lots flow. of learning happens while babies are sleeping. Yes. I can confirm Oh, that. there we go. There we go. <laughs> um, you still have the pressure on the lungs, the tummy. Their core muscles still have to be activated. So, yes, they still benefit even when they're sleeping. And then the older they get, they become more active. And then there's also the strengthening element because water offers more resistance than what air does. So it's really, really good to strengthen their little muscles. As hard as what they push against water, it pushes back. So it's almost as if the medium adapts with the strength of the baby we arguments like if you go to gym, you've got to lift a heavier dumbbell yeah. in the water. You don't need to do that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we stop at six months. Um, the reason for that is, is that as the little ones develop body awareness, they actually start to realize that this floaty is not part of their body. So when they're younger, they don't, they're not too much too concerned about it because they haven't developed full body awareness yet. Once they get to six months, once they find their feet, they start realizing, but what's this thing around my head? They're touching it and then they touch it play with it. If it's their first time, they might even be scared of it. And then they're like, "Mm," you know, so we, we stop at six months, um, for that reason. The second reason is also we don't, so this is obviously vertical, but it's for therapeutic reasons, but swimming is horizontal. And we don't want there to be any um, confusion between swimming and the baby's bar. So, and swimming generally starts at about six months. You could yeah. start a little bit earlier. Um, so we just want to, yeah, it's, it's better just to stop at six months. Yeah. So we, you won't go later. It's always better, though, to start earlier. Yeah. No. And, I mean, that's um, nice. But, I mean, it's also a nice kind of segue then into swimming because then Absolutely. your baby's already – used to the water yes. and spending time in the water. So yes. it's a nice introduction to the next phase of that as well. Absolutely. That's actually the reason why it started. So Laura Sevenus, who's the pioneer of baby spas, she was a big swimmer and she started with this concept and her husband was an engineer and he designed the first floaty. Um, and the whole purpose was she saw that the little ones did better in baby swimming if they started earlier. earlier. Um, so that was the main purpose, but obviously upon starting, there's all these hydrotherapy from the clinical aspect that, that, mm. that came into play, 
which has these awesome benefits. So most of our moms, I must be honest, when they start, they do it because they have water safety, water awareness in mind, and they want to make sure that their little one is comfortable in, in the water. water. And I mean, it really does make a difference. I feel I, I did it with both. Like I said, I started very early. I wish I could do this for if only I knew about it. Um, now I know better, um, but it's too late. Um, but my kids really <laughs> enjoy it. My kids are still <laughs> swimming though. Um, and they started really early. And again, for me, it was also about that safety issue. But that now brings us to the point of this floaty thing, because in all honesty, it looks super odd. It looks odd. <laughs> and again, me coming from a biokinetics background, I thought it was absolutely awesome <laughs> because I understood how water works. But yeah. for your general population, it looks weird. Yeah. Oh, it's like this baby with this floating device around his head. And you, you're thinking, um, is it comfortable for them? Is it, are they not choking? Is it dangerous for them? So my How first, does it work? So, so my first thing before I'm going to explain it is a baby will let you know if they're unhappy. Yes. We all know that, right? Maybe while they're choking, they cause <laughs> <laughs> This is not very good for the PR. <laughs> I'm just asking the hard questions. No, of course. No, no, you know, no. It's the questions that every mom wants to know. So basically how the floaty works, I first want to explain another property of water's buoyancy. I know that. I was a diver. Okay, good. So then, so basically with buoyancy, if you in water up until neck level, you lose 90% of your body weight. Mm. The reason why we know that is if we're working with orthopedic injuries, we know from the, sh- from the neck, it's 90%. From the shoulder, it's 70%, etc., etc., etc. So we slowly but surely make a person more weight bearing. This is now obviously the opposite. So we're working with a baby. A baby, however, versus an adult has less lean muscle tissue, so they lose even more body weight in water. So if we're speaking about a five kilogram baby, they weigh less than 500 gram when they're in the water. Oh, okay? wow. So just keep points in mind. The next thing is that I just want to explain is if you use a pool noodle, does it hurt you? No, not even remotely. Exactly. <laughs> so the pool noodle rests on your pubic bones, right? Yeah. The floaty rests on your chin and on the occipital bone, which is a big flat bone at the back of your skull. If the floaty is fitted properly, it should be loose. Yes. It's not tight at all. Oh, yeah. And it has to be used because if, for example, baby was higher in the water, we won't have the benefits of hydrostatic pressure. Neither, both as well, the arms and legs won't be submerged, so we won't have the benefit of resistance in all planes of motions for the legs and the arms. And thirdly, baby's core muscles would not have to be activated. So the core muscles are activated 100% during the entire session, because I just want you to imagine this. They in the water and their bottom constantly wants to float to the top because of buoyancy, oh. it's pushing baby up. And then now the, baby needs to bring the bottom down. They need to stabilize their center of gravity because there's that upward force of buoyancy the whole time. To stabilize, they have to activate their core. And the core muscles are obviously also very important for your gross motor milestones. Listen here, Tindall. I mean, you can just hear the passion about what you're talking about. And I've learned quite a lot. And I felt I already knew quite a lot. But I can't wait to get into it a little bit more because we're fast running out of time. <laughs> this is Bump and Beyond with Yolandi Becker. Is brought to you with compliments of Discam Baby City. 
And just like that, we are very strongly running out of time. If you've um, just joined us, don't despair. Luckily, all of this information is available as a podcast afterwards, which you can go listen to at highfm.com. And uh, all of the other shows is on there as well. So if you've got some time over the holidays, maybe you can brush up on your parenting. (laughs) Because this is what Bumpin' and Beyond is all about, is talking to experts about different topics. And today we talked to Tindall the Brouwer, a biokineticist and mother of two, about exactly that biokinetis is hydrotherapy. It's very, like, interesting. And we've I've already learned quite a lot, and it's wonderful. I mean... It makes me feel good about the fact that my kids swim a lot. Um, but yes, before you go, one last question is that we spo- I've spoken about all these baby spas now popping up, but just like everything else, you get really good ones and you get really not so great ones. What, what should we be looking out for when we're choosing a baby spa? So I think or feel ideally you should have, so have someone who's got some sort of credibility behind them, whether that's an OT, a physiotherapist, kindergarteticist or bio or, you know, at least some weight. Mm. Or they've alternatively actually done a course, which, by the way, we offer as well. So if that's something someone would be interested in opening their own babies for, they can learn through us as well. Oh, fantastic. Um, then the second thing that you need to look at is obviously hygiene. No. Um, it's got to be clean. Are they using uh, sanitizer? Really babies, yeah. What is their? How do they clean their water? What's the water quality like? Um, you know, is there concern for that? Because if you want to take out your three-week-old baby, you obviously want to know it's a safe environment to yes. do so, yeah. right? Um, the next thing I would look at as well at the facility is: do they consider all the senses? In the sense, is there natural light? Um, What's the wall coloring like? Is it overstimulating or is it calm? You know, um, is the, do, did they think of sound, for example? So. Yeah, because you don't want it. It's already quite stimulating it's, in the that's pod. That's my point. That's my point. <laughs> you don't want it to. You want it to be exactly that. That's maybe why you call it a spa. Now ah, it's coming. Hey, there we go. Full circle here at the end. Hey, <laughs> look at me. <laughs> Tyndall, unfortunately, we have run out of time. So just before you go and I say goodbye, where can people, if they come to Pretoria, where are you? Where can they see your beautiful social media pages? Where can they find you? You can find us on babybubble.co.za or on Instagram at baby underscore bubble. Um, we have a baby spa. We also offer baby swimming. And then, of course, if you're not in Pretoria and you want to open a baby spa, you can learn from the best. Well, I love it. Thank you so much for joining me, Tyndall. It was really nice.